welcome. Thank you for choosing to listen to this spirit-filled word by David Entry. A time to hear God's word is a time to be visited. May you receive a visitation as you listen to this message. Be blessed. Out of my belly shall flow. a particular thing. This season, for yesterday, the Lord told me this week is going to be a strong week, week, week of favor for many people. Yeah. But this season of fasting, it looks like he's, it's like Acts chapter 13 verse 2. As they ministered and fasted, the Holy Spirit separated. This season, God is actually separating certain people. It's, 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 God is going to do some unbelievable things through the lives of certain individuals. Well, let me just share something and then we can rise up to pray. In Acts, um, in Zechariah chapter 4, verse 6, it says that, and it shall come to pass. Uh, sorry, it says that, so he answered and said unto me, this is the word of the, of the Lord to Zerubbabel. This thing is not by might. It's not by power. But it's by my spirit. Says the Lord of hosts. Anytime you see the phrase the Lord of hosts, you are talking about the God of the armies. So he's talking about battle. You are talking about when God is about to show his powers to silence enemies, silence enemies. Uh, anytime you see the phrase, the Lord of hosts, and he says that it is not by my, it is not by might. It's when you are fighting to win, it's not by might, physical might. It's not by military power. But I said, by my spirit, say the Lord of hosts. So, God is about to do things in certain lives, but it's going to be purely by His Spirit. Purely by His Spirit. There are some businesses that are going to take off purely by the Spirit of God. There are some marriages that are going to, marital breakthroughs that are going to come, that is going to be purely by His Spirit. It's not, a, it's not an issue of romantic experience and exposure. It's an issue the Spirit of God is going to come upon certain people to accomplish and do certain things in this season. So, whenever God wants to do something through you, listen, He never does anything through anybody without first of all putting the Spirit on the person. If God wants to do something through you, you see, you see, we are in a generation where people are just looking, God, just do it for me, let me go. No, no, you never get the best of God. We just want God to do something for you, for you to go. No, you never get the best of God. You only get the best of God when he begins to work through you. He begins to pass through you. He begins to accomplish his purpose, his agenda, his program, his plan. He begins to dance it through you. 
Now, that is when the Holy, that's why the Holy Ghost comes upon people. So they become vessels. They become instruments. They become conduits through which God accomplishes some amazing things on this earth. And I see God is going to use somebody powerfully. In John chapter 3 verse 34, what is the sign God that God has sent somebody? He says that he who, for he who God sent, has sent, that's what? Let's already have. One more time. Read it aloud, please. He who God has sent speaks the words of God. So one of the signs that shows that this person is actually has been sent from God, when they open their mouth, the word of God flows through their mouth. That's one. But the word of God can only flow through your mouth when God has sent you because God will give you a flow of the Spirit. So when God sends someone, the first thing God does is gives you, he gives you a supply of his Spirit. Depending on how far the assignment is, he gives, so he's not just giving you restricted supply. He gives you unlimited supply so long as the assignment of God over your life is concerned. And then when the supply of the Spirit comes upon you, you begin to speak the word of God, the words of God. When you speak, God is speaking through you. When God wants to use you, he will first of all give you his spirit. That's what in the Old Testament, King David couldn't be king until he was anointed. King Saul couldn't be king until he was anointed. Bible says some of the people, Aaron and all the high priests, they had to be anointed before they can step into their office. So in the Old Testament, you never do anything for God without being anointed. It's always, you find an anointing. So I, there are two types of the anointing. The, the physical aspect, the physical sign of the anointing and the spiritual sign, the spiritual side. So the physical side is sometimes when the oil is poured. That's why we pour oil. But why is the pastor pouring why is he pouring oil? Because oil is a sign of the anointing. But when the oil was poured on the head of Saul, in First Samuel, I've been reading that First Samuel chapter, excuse me, chapter ten, verse one, he said, "Is it not because God has anointed you? Is it not because the Lord has anointed you? I am pouring the oil. Why? Because." God, there has been a transaction in the spirit already, and I'm sealing it physically. Those people I called and, and poured oil. In fact, interesting, as I prayed, today people are going to be anointed. Somebody is going to catch a very wild anointing. I have never seen in the Bible, um, when, see, when you, uh, the oil, Oil in itself, in the scriptures, it flows. But, Pastor, when I was praying, I saw oil that is almost like a cream. <laughs> very thick one. Yeah, thick, very thick oil. I saw it's like oil dropping on people's heads. Oil, yeah. Oil, <laughs> it's like grease. <laughs> In other words, it's a very concentrated. God, 
doesn't give his spirit to people who are not desiring his spirit. Pouring oil. And then when I stood there, those individuals are poured oil on. I saw oil being poured on them. I saw oil being poured on them. You are going to catch something, I'm telling you. Please sit down, let me just, we are, we are going to pray. So, so, um, so, Jesus, Jesus told them that the only way God can use you is when the Spirit comes upon you. In, in Acts, chapter, Acts chapter 10, verse 37, how God anointed Jesus. Jesus even had to be anointed. It takes an anointing to do, any, do anything for God. An anointing. And when you read Acts chapter 6, it says that we can't just leave, leave the Word of God and save table. Uh, choose amongst yourself. Verse 3, people uh, full of the Holy Spirit. That is a sign of an anointing. You can't do anything in the church properly to bring, to bring the progress or the purpose of God to bear without anointing. It's sad. People are trying to do the church work without anointing. Without anointing. People, somebody wants to preach without anointing. Someone wants to play instruments without anointing. Someone wants to sing without anointing. Someone wants to do security without anointing. Someone wants to do ashley without anointing. Someone wants to do sanctuary keeping without anointing. Someone wants to teach children without anointing. And nowadays, it's like when you get into the institutional aspects of church, things can be so regimented that just get it done instead of get anointing so you can do it. So you join a team, you just want to also get busy. You will make impact for Jesus. And your rating in heaven is at the mercy of the impact, your impact on earth. And you can't have impact. He said, this is not by might, it's not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. So Jesus said, hey, hey, don't rush and go and preach for me. I don't need you to help me. So, tarry, wait in Jerusalem, Luke chapter 24, verse 49. Wait, he said, for you shall be endued with you shall be endued with power from above. This kind of power is not from beneath. It's coming from above. You shall be endued with power. Someone shall power. This is a tarry, tarry, wait, wait, wait. Tarry in Jerusalem, in the city of Jerusalem. In Acts chapter 1 verse 4, he says that, wait. For the promise of the Father, Acts 1 4. For the promise of the Father is a wait for the promise. Being as we commanded them, He commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait. When we talk about wait, we are not talking about sitting down and not doing anything. That's not what He meant. Sit down and not doing anything. No. Waiting there means getting busy about something. So they went and they didn't just sit down and wait, they went and got busy. Wait, because you need the Spirit. You need the Spirit. Someone say, I need you, Holy Spirit. Please sit down. And so you can see how the scriptures tell us very clearly that God, you can't work for God unless, unless you have been anointed by God. And everyone must desire the anointing. You need the Holy Spirit. And he says that, he said, don't go and work for me. Without the Holy Spirit, don't attempt it. Don't attempt it. They say select people who are full of the Holy Ghost. When you are filled with the Holy Spirit, you become full of the Holy Spirit. 
that's when you can, God can use you. Bible says, I've been quoting this scripture, Acts chapter 4, verse 8. Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit. In Acts chapter 13, verse 9, and Paul, filled with the Holy Spirit. Oh, how, how they, they chose Stephen. In Acts chapter 6, a man full of the Holy Ghost, full of faith. He was full of the Holy Spirit, full of power, full of faith. I see the Holy Spirit filling somebody. I see the Holy Spirit filling somebody. Now, quickly, how do you get filled with the Holy Spirit? How do you get filled? Because we need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Jesus, when Jesus told them to wait for the promise of the Father, for ye shall receive the Holy Spirit. You shall receive the promise of the Father, which is you shall be filled with the Holy Spirit. When he told them to wait, so what, should they, what were they doing when they were waiting? Jesus shows us the secret of how to receive the Holy Spirit. He showed us in his speaking. Number one thing he said is that you, whoever is test, let him come and drink. In John chapter 7, verse 37. Whoever is test, let him come and drink. For when he said, for I like the way he said, he said, whoever believes in me, as the scripture said, verse 38, said, he says that, verse 38 says that, he who believes in me, as the scripture have said, so how do you drink? As you are believing in him, you are drinking. He said, out of your belly, out of my belly, shall flow rivers, rivers of living waters, out of my belly, out of my inner man, shall flow, flow rivers, rivers of living waters. That is, that, that is your portion. He said, for whoever believes in out of his belly shall flow the rest of living earth. He said, but this, verse 39, this is spoke concerning the Holy Spirit, which uh, those, all those who believe in him shall receive. For at that time he, had not, he has not been given yet because Jesus had not been glorified. So he says that, number one, if you are thirsty. But Jesus showed us the secret again. You have to listen to the statements of Jesus. When he started, when you are about to introduce the Holy Spirit, in the book of John, Jesus says something concerning, sorry, Luke. He says something concerning the Holy Spirit in a very interesting way about prayer. And then in Luke chapter 11, verse 11, but we are going to verse 13. But verse 11 says that if someone, if your child asks you for, if a son shall ask bread of any of you, that is a father, say father. If he's not a father, it's different. But he said, if a son shall ask any of you as a father, will you give him a stone? If he asks a, ask a fish, if he does what? So, first of all, if the a son asks a father for bread, then a son asks a father for fish. So you will not give him serpents. Then he says that, verse 12, you being, if, uh, or if he asks for egg, you will not give him scorpion. Ask, ask, ask. Then he said, you will not do it wrong for your son. How much more will your heavenly father give the Holy Spirit? Now that's the key word. 
you, you have to learn how to ask. How do you get filled with the Holy Spirit? You have to ask. You must be testy and then start asking. Holy Spirit. Many, many people who God has used mightily around the world and even still is using are people who were hungry for the Lord and asked God, 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 use me. Send me, give me your spirit. Use me. What is this? How beautiful it is for someone to be in your time of fasting. All you are asking, give me your Holy Spirit. Give me your Holy Spirit. Pour your spirit upon me. It's about time. Students begin to pray. Pour your spirit upon me. The, Daniel was one of the most excellent people who lived. He academically astounding. They said concerning that this man, the spirit of the gods is inside him. That's why his results were outstanding and astounding. Daniel, I see someone catching the Holy Spirit. So, now watch this. To be filled with the Holy Spirit, you have to ask. But it's not like one day ask or five minutes, Holy Spirit, then you are done. You must learn how to stay at it. Because in Acts, sorry, in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 18, he says, don't be filled with wine. Don't be filled with wine wherein is excess, but be filled with what? With, ah, so you, you can actually be, so what should I, you know, this more, if those of you who are listening to the message, the old message they put up today, if you are listening, if you are, if you want to be filled with wine, if you want to get drunk, how many of you have gotten drunk before? If you want to get drunk, it's not a sip. No, you can't be drunk with a sip. <laughs> in, in, <laughs> sorry, I'm reminding some of you. Wait. No, I'm just reminding you how God, far, far God has brought you. You just remember, you just remember that you used to get drunk. What a beautiful testimony. Oh boy. No one ever gets drunk on a sip or just drinking water. You have to do the thing, stay long. So Proverbs chapter 23, verse 29. He said, Who has sorrows? You see, someone who has sorrows, I don't want to, I'm not preaching, so I don't. Who has woe? Who has sorrow? Who has contention? Who has uh, babbling? Who has wounds without cause? You know, sometimes you wake up in the morning, you didn't realize when you were drunk, you actually fell into the ditch and then you, you hit or you bang your head against it. In the morning, you realize that you are, where is this wound coming from? <laughs> you, you have, you hurt, injure yourself without realizing you've injured yourself. You, you, you go and do something in the night with someone or they, something happens and you wake up in the morning, you're wondering, whose bed is this? <laughs> Whose bed is this? And now your husband is looking for you. Or your wife is looking for you. Or for those of you, your boyfriend was looking and he's upset. Now sorrow has come upon you because you found yourself in, because you were drunk. Sorrow. Who has sorrows? Check those who have been drinking. How did that happen? Look at the next verse. How did that happen? They that stay long on the wine. Yes. You stay long on the wine, you'll be filled with it, and we will see the effect of it. 
And so if to be filled with wine, you have to stay long at it. And Bible says that now this time is no more normal wine that will be filled, you'll be filled with. You have to be filled with the Holy Ghost. That means that you also have to stay at it. Stay at it. Stay at it. Constantly ask, oh Lord, oh Lord, fresh, fresh, fresh oil, fresh oil, oh Lord. You don't pray once and then sit down and take your, go back on you must be really demon troubled to in an atmosphere like this go on your phone and you're on, on whatsapp or you're on uh, facebook you're on facebook when people are praying you're watching pictures and looking at that no your demons are a lot whichever demon is after you are wild now, when you are filled with the Holy Spirit, there are things that will happen because Bible calls it the manifestation. You can never see the Spirit, but you can see the manifestation of it. Oh, I believe that they are good. I believe we are going to see some healings. We are going to see some miracles here because we want the Holy Ghost to fill us, to fall afresh on us. As it shows up here, there shall be miracles. There shall be manifestation. There shall be power. Shout yes, Lord. Manifestation of the Spirit. Holy Spirit, fill us afresh. In Acts, uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7, he said, But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to anyone, all to profit all. It's the manifestation of the Spirit. So when people are filled with the Holy Spirit, didn't we see it happening with um, Stephen? A man full of the Holy Spirit. When he finished serving lunch, he goes to town preach, and miracles were happening. The Holy Spirit says, you are, I'm so full with you. When you start speaking, I'll be manifesting. I'll be manifesting. It's about time. You do, let's take the miracle working ministry, miracle manifestation of the miracle work, workings of the Holy Ghost. Let's just not leave it to some pastors or evangelists or televangelists. You, normal person who is filled with the Holy Ghost. You sit by, you sit on the bus, or on the train, and then somebody, by the time, in about five minutes, said, what have you done to me? I was going through serious pain, but it's gone. As soon as you, as soon as you sat near me, it's gone. You enter a house, and someone who was sick in the room, they hear the sound of your voice. They got up. The sickness has left them. I see the Holy Ghost power. I see the manifestation, the manifestation of the Holy Ghost in somebody's life. That's why we say the rivers of living waters are flowing. Are flowing. The manifestation. And one of the things, when the Spirit of God is on you, when you are filled with the Spirit of God, he mani when it comes to his assignment, he begins to manifest himself and also, watch this, this is the last one I want to make, we pray. When you are filled with the Holy Ghost, demons don't stay. So Philip went down to Samaria. And Bible says, demons were crying out and coming out of many. What? And unclean spirits crying with loud voice were, came out of many that were possessed with them. And many taken with palsies and the lame were healed. This manifestation of the Spirit. When a man is filled with the Holy Spirit, these things happen. I'm seeing that happening through your life. Hey, listen to me. You can be filled with the Spirit and struggling with an addiction. 
let's cut to the chase. This your addiction is because of your dryness. You are so dry in the spirit, that's why you are struggling with addiction. Oh, yeah. He said, I said it and I'm going to say it again. If you are struggling with an addiction, there's no clear evidence of dryness of the Holy Ghost than that one. How can we feel if the Holy Ghost is struggling with addiction? Because when the Holy Ghost comes, demons run away. They leave you alone. Demons leave. Oh, I've seen the Holy Ghost feeling somebody. This, I see the Holy Ghost feeling somebody. 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 Demons, demons, clear off. How can you still be struggling with addiction in these types of fasting? You come. Listen, if you've been coming and praying and you go back and the addiction is having you, this is your prayer. I question it. I'm telling you. It's a very strong statement I'm making. I question this your prayer and you're lying on the floor and then the same night or less than 24 hours, you still go and carry out that addiction. You didn't really pray. You didn't pray. If you pray in an atmosphere like this, you pray, you are focusing and praying, something enters you. He said, not by might, not by power, but by my spirit. You know what? An addiction, the spirit of addiction has left somebody. As I'm speaking, I'm telling you. The spirit of addiction has broken its hold. The hold of the devil over somebody's life is broken. Sicknesses are broken. I'm telling you, the power of the Holy Ghost, the power of the Holy Ghost is here. The power of the Holy Ghost. Ragagaga, lift up your voice. Lift up your hands. Pray. Ask the Holy Ghost. Fall afresh. Somebody begin to pray. Somebody begin to pray. Ragagadaba. Thank you for listening to this message by David Entry. The best thing that can happen to you is being exposed to the Word of God. To hear more from David Entry, follow him on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, LinkedIn, and subscribe to Caris Church on YouTube. You can also find more information about Caris Church and our upcoming services by visiting caris.org. Be blessed.